Welcome to the Rundown New Music Podcast, episode number 13. Today I'm joined from far across the Atlantic with Miss Lauren Jordan. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, Lauren. How are you doing? I am fantastic and I am so excited to be talking to you. It's been so long since we talked last. It has been. It has been. How, how long has it been? A couple of years at let's least? Let's not do the math. <laughs> that will just make us sad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. But uh, no, we, we go back quite a, quite a, quite a bit. I We do. And I count you as one of my dear friends now. It's been that long. Wow. Wow. I feel I feel touched. Wow. <laughs> and I consider you one of my friends as well. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's always nice to have a blather and a catch up every once in a while. Absolutely. Uh, find out what, what we've been getting up to and whatnot and uh, what we've been watching on streaming platforms and so on. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, gracious, I'm sure we've all been streaming quite a lot. <laughs> yes, very true. And that's one of the things we'll, we will be talking about. But to, to start off, we're going to be talking about your new single, which comes out on the 3rd of May. May 3rd. May 3rd. Not May 4th, because we're not, we're not doing Star Wars here. But May 3rd. <laughs> uh, can you tell the listeners a little bit about the song they're about to hear? Well, the song is... It's kind of a growth for me. I've always done rock and roll and I've always tried to be more on the pop structure side of rock and roll. But this is a little more, it's a little edgier. It's a little harder. It's a little more alternative. And it's, it's really interesting and I'm super proud of it. And I hope that people listen to it and enjoy it as much as I enjoyed making it. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will, as I'm sure Ted Mosby would also enjoy it. Uh, but more on that later, folks, more on that later. But here is Queen of Broken Hearts, and it comes out on the 3rd of May, 2022. Side. 
banging I'm the one with her and she's the one with me But it's the lie of all lies start to finish side to side You can't catch a ghost on a roller coaster ride
queen of broken hearts. Are you a queen of broken hearts, Lauren? Oh gracious! I guess I probably am. That's Ooh. kind of how. Uh, that's kind of how the inspiration came about for the song. <laughs> ah, so you bet me to the <laughs> you bet me to it. Uh, tell me about how it came about. This song, like I know you've not uh, brought out anything in a while, so people are going to be excited to hear a new song. Well, all during the last two years, I very much wanted to record and get more music out there. I had a lot of people that were asking me about the last record, Stereo Wonderland, and when I was going to come up with something new. So this was kind of the time finally came about. (laughs) There was finally the timing worked out because as we all know, a lot's happened in the last two years. So that kind of slows things down. It puts pause buttons on things. Very true. So yeah, this song came about, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a comment on how we're all so technologically attached, you know, whether it's the internet or it's social media, everyone kind of, we're pulling away from each other. We're not getting the opportunity to see each other in person and have really crazy wild adventures. And so when we lack that adventure, we kind of make things up in our own head. We see people on the internet and we think, well, that's an attractive person. He must be into this type of adventure. And maybe he enjoys this kind of TV show, or maybe he enjoys this kind of food, even though he's never really said one way or the other. So what happens is when you actually do meet people in person, they're never what you thought they were going to be. And so you're destined to be disappointed. They say that you shouldn't meet your heroes, but that's the reason why. It's not because they're bad people. They just aren't what you thought they were going to be. And so that's kind of um, kind of the inspiration for the song was just the idea of you can't please everybody all the time, even if you want to. And for somebody like myself, I want to make everybody happy. I want them to be happy. I want them to smile. I want them to laugh. I want them to have a good time. And when you find that somebody is disappointed because you're a Trekkie and not a Star Wars fan, (laughs) (laughs) you kind of say, well, that's kind of a no-win situation. I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being a Trekkie. There's nothing wrong with being a Star Wars fan. (laughs) But he seems to think there's a great divide between us. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you're talking from personal experience. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was an actual conversation I had with somebody relatively recently. And I thought, I didn't mean to disappoint you by being a Trekkie. Um, Wow. I'm not really sure what to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, uh, to use a Trek term, it was a Kobayashi Maru. It was a no-win situation. (laughs) So did you just uh, give him the Vulcan sign and walk away? <laughs> Actually, well, it was, again, it was a technological message. He had messaged uh, me and, and please understand, I'm not criticizing him. It was just something funny that I said, and he was responding yeah. to it. And I said, no, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I choose to live long and prosper, but may the force <laughs> be with you, sir. Wow. And he was really sad. And it just, <laughs> I felt terrible. But there was nothing I could do. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Considering uh, Star Wars takes, you know, some bits off of Star Trek and vice versa, 
they can coexist peacefully. They don't have there's, there doesn't have to be this infighting, but here I we agree. Are. There doesn't have to be a better or worse. You can enjoy both. And I have seen some Star Wars movies. I just, you know, if given the choice, I will take the original series of Star Trek any day. I'm kind of a nerd like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the things that I was streaming when I couldn't leave the house. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Captain's Love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you'll be very versed then on uh, Shatner's style and Leonard Nimoy and so on and so forth. I love all of them. Every single one of them. Shatner. I love Leonard Nimoy. I love... Um, DeForest Kelly, forgive me, the guy who played Scotty. I can't remember his name, but I saw him recently on an episode of Star Trek Next Gen. So he made a reappearance, which was great. Oh, uh, this is where I'm going to get a wee bit nerdy. The episode's called Relics. I remember it. Oh my gosh, I'm so impressed. It was a great (laughs) episode. It was a nice crossover. It was, it was. Um, but there is there is a flaw in the episode, but we can discuss that later because uh, <laughs> um, basically it doesn't match up with a certain movie uh, that happened after. But yeah, uh, back to you, back to you, Lauren. <laughs> Where do you find your inspiration when it comes to writing a single or an EP or an album? Where where do you get it from? You know, I get inspiration from anywhere. And sometimes it even makes me laugh. I get inspiration from television shows, from movies, from my own personal experiences, like we just talked about. (laughs) Sometimes I even, I have one particular song that I wrote because, and it's probably going to be on the upcoming album. But I made one comment to myself out loud as I was cleaning the house. And I thought, did I really just say that out loud? That's hilarious. That's the most (laughs) ridiculous comment I've ever said in my life. And next thing I know, I'm vacuuming and writing a song. (laughs) (laughs) What was the comment, if you don't mind me asking? The comment was, um, what was the comment? It was, you would love me if you knew I existed. Ah. <laughs> quite the comment. So that will be upcoming on the next album. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there's an album as well. <laughs> well, I'm shooting for that. Yes. So hopefully late 22, we'll see a full album and that this song is just a, uh, a little taste. Ah, a little startup before the main course. Yes, an appetizer, if you will. Ah, very nice. Is there going to be tea with the appetizer? Obviously. Of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Silly question. (laughs) Uh, So, COVID, how did that affect you? You know, it really didn't affect me all that much. I didn't lose any shows, and not really, maybe a couple. Yeah, I continued to perform. And I think part of it was because of where I live. They weren't terribly stringent. And part of it's because I performed as a solo artist during that ah, time yeah. and, and still do predominantly. There were a lot of people that performed solely as bands, friends of mine, who they didn't get to perform for a very long time. But I didn't have that problem. I'm very fortunate in that 
I was able to continue performing. In fact, I wanted to perform as much as possible because it gave me something to do and it kept my chops up, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course. Under the circumstances, yeah. Uh, How how was COVID there uh, where you live? Was it bad? I know it was bad everywhere, but like, how was it there? Well, I suppose everything is relative, but I didn't think it was bad. We really didn't have there just wasn't that, there wasn't that big of a deal. You know, it just wasn't, there weren't restrictions that were making life difficult. I mean, it seemed like where I'm from in Atlanta, Georgia is known for really terrible traffic. So maybe for a couple of months, the traffic was better, but that was (laughs) about the only real difference It it cranked back up pretty quickly after that. So it wasn't terrible. We all kind of kept calm and carried on yeah yeah this is one of my favorite questions to ask because i always get a different story and it's interesting to hear for yourself life wasn't too different it was a lot more still sort of business as usual maybe not quite the same but yeah that's 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 good you don't feel like two you've lost two years of your life so to speak (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, who has a low-key obsession with time, yes, I do very much feel like I lost two years because I would have come out with music much sooner. I was planning on doing it in 2020. So, yeah, I feel like I lost a little time, but I also feel like I gained a lot of of knowledge, had a lot of revelations, made a lot of positive changes in my life. So I choose to focus on the good things that came out of it. Definitely. Why, why, why focus on the negative if only to exactly. make, make you unhappy? If you focus on the positive, you're going to be happy. It makes sense. Exactly. Easier said than done in some situations, but <laughs> yeah, it makes Certainly. sense. <laughs> Definitely makes sense. What's your thoughts on the local music scene where you are? You know, it's so funny in in a really weird way, you'd think that playing as often as I do, I would have a really great pulse on the local music scene, but I don't. And the reason is because I do play as much as I do. I'm the one performing, so I don't get to see other people perform. Ah. Um, But I mean, I will say that where I'm from, there's a lot of live music. I mean, you really can't swing a cat without finding a place for live music whether it's a huge stadium or a small mom and pop restaurant or anything in between, there's a lot of live music. And it's always so nice to have people walk up to me and say, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're playing. We love live music. That's the one thing we've kind of missed out on in recent times. We're so happy to be enjoying this. So there's a lot of live music, but it feels like it's just starting to pick back up again. And I feel like rock and roll is really starting to make a comeback. So that's kind of exciting. That is exciting because uh, that, 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 that was the last album you brought out, was it not? Focused yes. on that genre. <laughs> exactly. So maybe the sales of that will pick up as well as you know your new single doing very well, which I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will too. <laughs> she said <Yeah>. positively. <laughs> With such enthusiasm, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's. I'm I'm sure it will. Like in all honesty, uh, well, thank you. Know, you. I, I got to hear it before we we we, did, we started this interview, and uh, I gave you my my first impressions, and uh, 
they weren't negative at all. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I always need feedback. I'm always of curious. Of course, because how else do you learn and grow? Exactly. It helps us all at the end of the day. Yes. Lovely. So we're coming on to the part of the show where we'll get to listen to two songs from two different artists. Uh, I got you listened to before, but we'll be listening to them again, of course. And uh, we're going to be looking at two songs from two artists, one from the wonderful LTH and uh, the other one from uh, High Sienna. So we'll start off with LTH and uh, he brought out a song not too long ago called Crazy on Sunday. I hope you don't get too crazy on Sunday. And that came out on the 25th of March, 
Sunday is the best day to get crazy. I get crazy relaxed. <laughs> I've never heard that before like that. <laughs> Sundays yeah. usually end up being a little less crazy. It's the time to not be crazy, but you can get crazy relaxed and have crazy fun relaxing. <laughs> Very true. Very true. But did you find yourself relaxing to LTH with Crazy on Sunday or did you find yourself getting up and dancing? I definitely found myself getting up and dancing. It's a real catchy song. In fact, it's funny that you mentioned dancing because as I was listening to it, I thought this is this is the kind of song that people learn how to line dance to. And it seems like it would be super fun. But I got to ask you a question. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't know that country music was popular in Scotland, but evidently it is. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, I don't know too much about it other than we just seem to love country music. Uh, I don't know why. We just gravitate towards it. I think it's the dancing that's involved, uh, the sort of line dancing and that, and uh, the songs tell a story, usually when it comes to country music. So uh, I just know it's... I just know it's, it's one of those genres of music. It's always been a thing here. Uh, like, uh, grown up, uh, it's always been a thing. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. I guess that just goes to show how incredibly ignorant I am. I thought that country music was only popular in the southeastern uh, United States. I didn't know it was listened to in other countries. No, no. It's very popular here. Wow. Uh, in fact, I was playing some country music earlier on today at my other job. Uh, I was playing the uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, aka Breaky Heart. Ah, yes. Uh, an all-time classic. Uh, what else was I playing? Um, I can't remember the name of the artist, but the song's called Wagon Wheel. Darius Rucker. He uh, recently remade it. Yes. It would have been the original version, but yeah. Oh, the original version I think was Bob Dylan. Was it? Well, he wrote it. Hmm. I don't know if he recorded it. Nathan Carter, that's the name. No idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but I just know that's the version I played, and it still sounded good. Uh, and there is a dance to it, although I don't remember it, but I see other people doing it, and I'm like, oh, that's lovely. Oh, that sounds super fun. It is. It is to watch, and I'd like to learn so I could join in. Uh, I would want, I'd be very curious to know if uh, LTH, because no doubt he'll be listening to this, uh, will he invent a line dance for the song? He really should. That would be awesome. Definitely. I, I think it would go down a treat. I think, uh, I think the song is very conducive to its own dance. I would agree with you. Well, maybe sometime we can all get together and we'll go country line dancing to Crazy on Sunday. That would be a, a fun time. Definitely. I, li I like the sound of that. That, that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll try and invent, invent the dance for it somehow. I don't know that I have the qualifications to invent a dance, but I can follow along to other people. <laughs> yeah, in, in all honesty, I can't go any further than disco dance, and that's, that's my limit. <laughs> and some <laughs> slow dancing. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> uh, so out of five, how would you rate Crazy on Sunday? Out of five? Let's give it a five. Let's it was it a, a super folks. fun, just just happy track. I enjoyed it. I thought you would enjoy it because anytime I play it, it's, even if I'm feeling at my lowest, 
it does perk me up. It makes me feel better. Makes it definitely better. has a let's go out with friends and have a fun night kind of vibe to it. It does. I would agree I with you there. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's uh, nothing's crazy than being crazy on Sunday. There you go. Because Saturday night's all right for fighting, but you can go <laughs> a little bit of crazy on Sunday. So, <laughs> completely different genres, but hey, uh, it's still music at the end of the day. And that's what we're talking about here today on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, song number two. Uh, it's called Pride. It's by the wonderful band High Sienna, and that came out on the eighth of April, twenty twenty-two. What were your thoughts on Pride? 
I loved this song too. It is so cheerful. It's so joyful. I, I could immediately imagine myself rolling down the windows, hair blowing in the wind and just playing this song and having a really happy day. It, it had such a great melody too. I kept noticing the singer and the lines that she would sing and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very, very unique and I appreciate uniqueness. Don't well. <laughs> Don't well. Uh, I, I, I would agree with you on, on all those merits. Uh, I also found it quite well, the first impression I first heard it was punchy. I found it quite punchy, not in a bad way, yeah. just in the, in the way it sounded. It was very, yeah, I, yeah. It, you you want to play it loud and proud and let people know I'm listening to this band because they're cool. It definitely has a club vibe, and that's kind of what I liked about it. I kept thinking, man, I wish I was listening to this on a really big stereo system, really thumping. But it's kind of ethereal too, and that's what I like about it. Ah, yeah, I, I get I get where you're coming from. Yeah, nice big speakers, a lot of bass. Mm-hmm. Feel the music. Got to feel the music. <laughs> yes, you've got to have that bass making your rib cage rattle. For sure, for sure. That's that. That's you living in the moment, enjoying the music, feeling the music. Yes, getting lost in the moment. Yes, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Pride from High Sienna, what would you rate it out of five? What would you give They're it? Definitely five. Yeah. Over. So it's fives across the board, folks. It's uh, it's Both songs are winners here. But uh, we've got nothing bad to say about either track, do we? Really? No, how could you? I mean, they're two very different tracks, but they both have awesomeness in their own way. And... That's kind of the key to awesomeness, isn't it? Being unique and standing out. So, so true. So, so true. What's in store for yourself between now, the end of the year and beyond? Well, as I mentioned before, I'm shooting to complete the record. And I've already got a few things in the works. So that's really the big, big project that matters to me. And yeah, I think that's going to be my focus through the end of the year. That and just continuing to play as many shows as possible. That's always my goal, though. I always (laughs) want to play a lot of shows. I don't know how people go long periods of time and don't perform. There's a, a band that I'm a big fan of right now, and they were talking about going out on tour. And they said, we haven't been on tour in four years. And I thought I would kill myself. I don't know. I could go four years and not perform i don't know what would happen to me i think i just wither away <laughs> that's a long time it's a really long time hopefully they were still rehearsing in their spare time like <sighs> i i hope so because you don't would... want you don't want it to kind of be untrained and not sounding as good as it could be exactly that, that'd be that wouldn't be very nice but uh, no doubt you're glad that they'll be they're coming back yes absolutely You'll get to see them. <laughs> I hope so. I think they're headed your way, actually. So, ah, well, maybe I'll check them out. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Uh, the Pretty Reckless. Oh yes, uh, the pretty, the pretty reckless. Uh, do like them. Uh, not a huge fan, but I do like them. Uh, I haven't seen them live before, so that would that would be a first. So maybe I should. 
Maybe so. And give you feedback and let you know my thoughts. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll, I'll look into that for sure. I'll, I'll let the sound of that. Nice one. Nice one. So what else is nice? The quick fire round. Now, uh, I have a wee teeny weeny story for you. I call it the quick fire round, but it's not really because I'll ask you a series of questions and it'll take us longer than anything else to get through those questions. But uh, I'm sure you're up for the challenge. I am. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Favorite food? Italian food. I love pasta. I love buttery garlic rolls. I'm all about Italian food. Mm-mm-mm. Lovely. Mm. I'm in the mood for some pasta now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Favorite swear word if you have one? Whichever one is going to shock the people in the room with me the most at the time. <laughs> well, that's quite the answer. <laughs> uh, are, we, are we going to get any examples or is that a... No, it's all about context. <laughs> ah, of course, that makes sense. That makes sense. Good, good call. Good call. <laughs> a most embarrassing moment. I would never share embarrassing moments, <laughs> mostly because... What I consider embarrassing, other people would probably laugh at me and say, that's not a thing. That's not a problem. Why would that embarrass you? And I would have to explain how, yes, but it kept me up last night worried about it. So <laughs> that would be the embarrassing part. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. Biggest pet peeve. Dirtiness. I am a neat freak, clean freak. I have never met a soap or good smelling candle that I didn't love. If I'm being honest, the person I relate to most in the world is Monica Geller from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> she is my go. spirit animal, my guru, my oracle. <laughs> uh, how clean is how clean though? <laughs> Does it have to be shiny and, and, and gleaming? And It does have to be shiny and gleaming. And it's funny because <laughs> my own mother has said, oh, you could eat off your floors. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I take it as a compliment, too. She's also walked into her own living room and looked at me and said, did you clean up in here? <laughs> and you're just yeah, like, no. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It was already clean. It's already perfect. Yeah, I've just been sitting here the entire time. The entire time. Just yeah. me and the dog. Just 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 be the, yeah, exactly. See, there you go. See, don't know what you're talking about. Oh. If you had your own cocktail or mocktail, what would it be called and what would be in it? You know, I would want it to be a girly, fruity cocktail. I would want it to have a lot of peaches in it because I'm from Georgia and we're nicknamed the peach state. And I would probably <laughs> want maybe rum in it, something really sweet and super tasty. And then you got to throw in something that has a red color. I don't know what that would be there. I'm sure there's some type of really cool alcoholic something you could throw in it. I'm not a bartender, so I don't know, but have a little <laughs> bit of red in it. And then I would want to call it the Queen of Broken Hearts. It'd be super tasty and pretty all at the same time. Well, there you go, folks. That's something we need to make happen. So when Lauren's performing at an event near you, 
you go there, you can order that drink because she's made sure that the bar folk know how to make it. <laughs> oh, and they could cut up a strawberry in the shape of a heart and put it on the edge of the glass. See, Wouldn't that there be you cute? go. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I like that. I love so that. So cute. That needs to be, somebody needs to draw that. If some artist is, artist that's not a singer artist, or if you are a singer as well as a drawer, drawing artist, draw it please. Uh, that'd be cool to see. <laughs> it'd be amazing and we'd all get just completely wasted and then we could go country line dancing there you go because <laughs> i'm After sure the show <laughs> i was going to say because i'm sure that and being merry and drunk goes well together i'm sure yes nothing but success crazy on sunday there you go <laughs> we need to do it on a sunday there you go there you go. We'll put it off a couple nights later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that'll keep us that'll keep us going for the for for the start of the week, essentially. So <laughs> look at you planning out the whole week. That's a brilliant idea. Oh, good. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another foodie related question for you: Burger with fries. Would you completely finish the burger uh, fries or burger first, or switch between? I always finish the burger first and it's a completely ridiculous thought process. It's the idea that you have a protein and a starch and a vegetable. And so it's really balanced and you enjoy it. And then you can have the excessive carbs and the wonderful French fries <laughs> later. <laughs> it's completely stupid. I know this, but that's the way I've always eaten it. And I can't really explain it. Why beyond that? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I'm, I'm, the opposite. Uh, I, uh, I most I eat most of my fries first, and then I eat That's attack okay. on the burger. Uh, <laughs> um, this caused quite a debate in my friend circles. Um, <laughs> hence, why it made it on here. <laughs> I like it. It's it's a, it's an interesting twist of a question, um, and it's always nice to hear what other people have to say about it because everybody's got a different answer. Of course, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, my next question, what are you currently listening to at the moment? Well, I am currently listening to a lot of The Pretty Reckless. I really like Taylor Momsen's voice because she's an alto just like myself. And I'm listening to a girl that they're actually on tour with right now. Her name is Diamante. And she's an L.A.-based rock and roll singer, and I just really, really love her records. So those are kind of the two I've been listening to the most, along with, believe it or not, the uh, the new Batman soundtrack, which is super awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard it yet. The first thing that popped in my head was the original 60s theme. <laughs> the na 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 you know, this TV is a little show. more or orchestral, of course, and it's kind of built around. Believe it or not, it's kind of built around a Nirvana song off of the Nevermind album. So it's got kind of that going on with it too. So definitely oh, wow. check it out if you haven't. I will. I will. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing the movie, but to to to, to hear the music as well. I do enjoy the music from movies. So it's definitely great in a theater. Oh, nothing beats theaters. No, especially so when it comes to that soundscape. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing beats it. It's just the perfect place to go. Unless you've got uh, uh, your own sound system at home, 
Uh, but uh, that's that, that's that's my dream. <laughs> that's 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 in the future. Hopefully, you never know. Well, I hope you get to see it. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm sure I will. I'm, there's a lot of films I'd like to go see. It's just finding the time. <laughs> oh, how busy. true! Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy. I've mentioned earlier on the show Ted Mosby. <laughs> Would you like to say, tell the listeners why we mentioned Ted Mosby? <laughs> uh, for those that don't follow you on social media. Well, I guess the reason you brought it up is because part of my promotions for this particular song, Queen of Broken Hearts, I've been quoting a lot of great passages from the television show. If you haven't seen the show, it's a really great show that talks very much about life and love and the concept of destiny. And it doesn't really matter whether or not you believe in it or not. It's still a beautiful take, but it has a lot of really great quotable moments. And so I've been incorporating that into the promotions for this particular song. And as I was telling you earlier, I had just finished watching the entire show, all nine seasons. For a third time, folks. (laughs) Third time. (laughs) Third time. That's dedication right there. It is dedication. I was just last week bawling my eyes out in season nine because I'd forgotten so much of it. But yeah, but as it turns out, you're a fan too. So we were able to chit chat about that. So that's nice. We were, uh, which brings me to a nice leading question to, to go along with that. How, what are your, I know this is unrelated to music, but uh, what are your thoughts on the ending of How I Met Your Mother? I don't want to give anything away for the people that haven't seen it. Folks, if you haven't watched it, just mute this or I don't know, uh, look away, look away. <laughs> just don't listen. There you go. Um, just maybe I'll mark it in the, in, the, in the description so you don't know. It just skip from this second to that second. But uh, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Well, my opinion changed the third time through. I'll tell you that. The first time I watched it, I thought it was probably the ending that I should have expected. I never felt like he and Robin had all that great of a connection. And I felt like they had done such such a good job of really explaining how Ted needed to let her go so he could meet the love of his life. So to have it kind of backtrack or as they call it, um, (laughs) (laughs) re-return, it was a little disappointing in that capacity, but I kind of understood why they did it that way. Um, But the third time through, I guess I was kind of okay with it. It seemed, it seemed logical and I, I felt better about it, you know? Um, And I think that the other thing was that I always felt like Robin and Barney had a lot in common. They seemed like they should be together because they had a lot of really weird idiosyncrasies that just seemed like they meshed. So to not have them make it, was kind of disappointing to me because I felt like everyone finally found where they really should have been, you know? Very true. Very true. But that's just my thought. I know that it's controversial (laughs) (laughs) for some people. 
but as I said, the third time through, I, I was okay with it and understood a little bit better. I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I get that. I've started rewatching it again only because I've what I binged uh, the new How I Met Your Father. I don't know if you've watched that yet. I haven't. What are your thoughts on that? I haven't even really seen any previews for it. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, the the first the mistake I made was try to compare it too much to How I Met Your Mother, because uh. then you're expecting so much instead of seeing it as its own in, in, in the individual show. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my, that was the, 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 the mistake I made, first of all. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see where it goes. Uh, spoiler alert, there are some cameos in it. I uh, didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I did know that. I had ah. seen a couple of just previews for individual episodes. Well, I'll tease you with two, but I won't tell you who one of the main ones is. Uh, just, 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 just to know you. The bartender, I forget his name, Carl. Uh, Carl, Carl, yes. Uh, and the captain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the annoying thing is, the way it ends, you don't know why he's in it. I still don't know why he's in it. I'll need to wait until we get more before I know okay. why he's in it. Um, and the, the the other clue I'm going to give you is boats, boats, boats. I was going to ask because I love the boats, <laughs> boats, boats, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think her name's Becky. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's 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 good. It's good. It's uh, Hilary Duff does a really good. How to put it? Female uh, version of Ted, so to speak. Okay. And. Uh, I think you. I think you should uh, when you find the time, watch it. I don't think I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I will give it a whirl upon your recommendation. There you go. Maybe that will be a bonus podcast where we're just talking about how I met your mother and how I met your father. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, what a bonus podcast for! But to uh, do bonus things, crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy, Precisely. crazy. Yeah. I'm even considering that instead of the normal rundown intro that I put on for this podcast, I might just do, use the How I Met Your Mother intro. <laughs> that might would as be well. so great. <laughs> might as well. Might as well. Why not? Because we've spoken about it long enough, so might as well. Um, but yeah, uh, sadly, we've, we've come towards the end oh. of this wonderful podcast. I know. I know. So Try not sad. to cry. <laughs> it's a sad, sad scene. I'm not going to sing. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell me, Lauren, where can the listeners find you and your music? Well, the easiest way to find me is on my own website, which is laurenjordanrocks.com. And that's R O C K S. But if you want to find my music, I'm on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Tidal, pretty much any place you can download and stream music, you can find me. Just do a search for Lauren Jordan and you can see me and my red hair pop up. I love how you emphasized you and your red hair. But yes, that is that is one of the staples, folks, of Lauren Jordan. You, you, you'll you'll notice it. 
uh, and yeah, especially on social media uh, when she's posting those TED quotes, which or how many mother quotes, which I absolutely love. Uh, it makes me want to then rewatch it again and be like, where did she get that from? What episode? What scene? Uh, what, what happened? Uh, how does it tie in? But uh, yeah, and uh, obviously you're on all the social media uh, platforms. Yes, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just those three. And there you go, folks. Uh, th- there you go. Uh, and also, I will be sure to have uh, the, the the website and that linked in the description, so that makes life for the listeners a little bit easier. Awesome. Google it. So, yeah, definitely. Um, but no, uh, thank you, Lauren, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful catching up and getting to talk about all of this with you. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's always a pleasure. Uh, no doubt we'll get to chat again. Uh, no doubt we'll talk about your album if you bring out an album or whatnot. Oh, so that's future, future. Uh, but yeah, definitely love to get you back on. Absolutely. I can't wait. Neither can I. Neither can I. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this interview. Be sure to check out Lauren Jordan. All the the links and that will be in the description, so you don't have to look too far. Uh, We're going to end on a track that I could not remember the name of, and I'm pretty sure the the way they've cleverly done this, it sounds like there's a swear word in it, but there's there's not. It's just the way he sings it. It's a good song. And uh, the song's called He Can't Let... Try that again. He Can't Help... Looking at the Time by Craig Lee and the Humblebees. So until next time, folks, I'll be later.